Hello and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. This is episode 97. Three more until 100. Three more until 100. We are joined again by Gentry. We brought her back again. Uh, we are continuing Proper to Proper introduction this time. I know. I Hi. remembered, Bart. The topic of this podcast is going to be outside of your home lights and cameras. Yeah, we're still on like home security and stuff yeah. like that. So we're really going to talk about the outside, the outermost layer of home security. All right. Anyway, let's get started. So we're going to be talking about like what kind of steps can you take outside of your home to make it really kind of deter criminals right from the very beginning. Okay. Hear me Uh, out. Gargoyles and a moat. Why the gargoyles? Gar, gar, gar. Forget it. I'm going to say that word again. Because they're awesome. <laughs> okay. That's All the right. only reason. And, what are- and if you're really lucky and get magic stone ones that come to life, they are really deterrent. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, we do need to get to an ad. Faith. Freedom. Cars. Martial arts. Coffee. Coffee. You can find t-shirts for all this stuff and more. Where can they find that, Kylie? At faithandfreedom.clothing. Oh, by the way, if you use the coupon code Impact Defense, you will get 10% off of that. Ooh. We should better use that. <laughs> what was that voice? I don't know. Okay. So to get away from Kylie's voices here, let's go ahead and say faithandfreedom.clothing. I find it so entertaining watching Jada every time one of those ads come on with her voice in there pretty quickly because she rips her uh, headphones off very quickly. She hates hearing the sound of her own voice. I don't I don't know how you people listen to me. <laughs> 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 You're probably here for Brian and Kylie. <laughs> uh, I, um, I don't really talk that much. You two are the mainly the ones that do the talking. So She just wanted to sit in on the podcast. I think that's all she really wanted. No, I wanted to speak. It's just hard sometimes to figure out what to say. <laughs> she comes up. We're talking about something, and then we move on from that subject, and then she realizes what she wants to say for that last subject. <laughs> and then she starts after recomputing for the new subject. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's just a continuous cycle. Yeah. And we do jump subjects quickly. Sometimes I understand that. All right. Anyway, (laughs) moving on to the new story with Jada. All right. I'm going to read out this news story from Thought Catalog. So this is about an attempted home break-in. It's called The Sliding Glass Door. So I will begin reading. It's from this person's perspective. It actually happened to them. So Okay. Um. One of my childhood homes had a balcony that was attached to both my mother's bedroom and mine via a big glass door on each side of our room. Next to the balcony were two trees. I often used to climb up and down them from the balcony. One night, my brother and my mother weren't home, and I was about 13 reading in bed with a very dim reading light. I heard what sounded like something moving in one of the trees outside, but this didn't worry me because possums and bats were common in my area. Now, I had thin curtains on the glass doors that separated my room and the balcony, and the doors faced out towards the street where street lamp light always was always visible. Shortly after hearing the trees rustling, 
I see a shadow slowly move past the doors, at which point I immediately turn off my reading light and freeze like a deer in headlights. The shadow is tall, so it wasn't a neighbor's kid, and it wasn't my all-of-five-foot mother. The person moved slowly, creeping as though they were trying not to be noticed. They wouldn't be likely to see into my room, but I could see them thanks to the streetlights behind them. They moved past my doors and out of sight. I sat there, unable to move or even think about what to do other than just be absolutely still. That is, until I heard another sound. The sound of someone trying to open a glass door. My mom's doors to the balcony. I didn't know if she had locked them or not, but I, was, but I wasn't taking chances. I moved as quickly as I could, and silently as I could to my bedroom door and locked it. I listened for what the person was doing, and they were still jiggling the glass door handle, but it sounded like the doors weren't opening. I felt relief. This person couldn't get in, surely. All I had to do was wait for them to realize that, and they would leave. Right? Well, I heard the light footsteps move back along the balcony to my set of glass doors until I saw his shadow stop directly in front of them. Again, I froze, and he couldn't, he couldn't see me. He, didn't, he couldn't know. Oh, gosh. He couldn't know I could see him. I saw a shadow of a hand reach up to my door handle, and my heart stopped. Had I actually locked those doors myself today? I was out there earlier. What if I forgot? The seconds leading up to him grabbing the handle felt like an eternity, but thankfully, this person tried to open the door. It didn't open. It was locked. I sighed such a sigh of relief. I was worried he had heard it. After this, he began pacing the length of the balcony. I didn't have a mobile. The deadline, or the landline was on the other end of the house, but I was scared to take my eyes off of them. I was silently crying and praying they would leave. Then I heard him stop moving, and he said verbally, I could just break the glass, you know. That would be a horrifying thing to hear. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before I could even process this, I saw car headlights turn around the corner of my street and then stop at our property gate. My mom was home, and the person on the balcony moved out of sight, and I heard a loud thump as they jumped off of it. When my mom came inside, I was hysterical and barely coherent in telling her what happened. Eventually, I got the message across, and she called the police. They never found or caught anyone, but a neighbor reported a truck in the street that matched the description of a truck that had been reportedly reported recently for attempted child abductions near mm. my school a block away. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. So many thoughts that run through my brain at that point in time. Uh, yeah, people do just break glass doors. Um, but man, yeah, I can't imagine. So I'm, I'm going <coughs> to... Wait, what do we need to say about that before I say something so slightly similar but not exactly the same? Well, I mean, think about the fact that they, they had a main door but they had sliding two sets of sliding glass doors on a balcony yeah. with a tree that you can climb up and just hop onto the balcony. Yeah. How many people actually think to lock their balcony doors? You know? Um, how many people think, oh, someone would actually like go to the lengths of scaling a tree to get to my balcony? You know? Think about the people who have their houses break, broken into because they don't lock the door inside of their garage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to that. 
uh, our next podcast, unless we have an interview, our next podcast that we're going to be doing is going to be talking about uh, doors. And I, right now I can tell you that sliding glass doors are notoriously easier for people to break into. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, I, I don't like sliding glass doors in any way whatsoever. I just husband loves not. them. And whenever we like get a, an actual house, he wants it to have sliding glass doors. I, I don't particularly. <laughs> French doors would be a much safer option. There's things you can do to sliding glass doors, and we're actually going to talk about that in the next episode that we do on this. So, uh, you know, maybe, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, I'm just not a fan of them. I don't like them. Um, so let me just bring something up that's really going to show my age. And uh, and so I'm just going to try to drag Gentry down here with me. Do you remember the show 911? Yes. Not the not the thing that's out now right. or in the last couple of years, right? But the show back in like that would have been the 90s. Rescue 911. Rescue 911. Uh-huh. That was it. Um, so I I remember uh, I used to watch that all the time as a mm-hmm. kid. Sunday nights. Was that when it was? Mm-hmm. Okay, my brain doesn't work that well. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, there was this girl that I went to school with, uh, and we were in middle school together. And she was on the show because somebody broke into her house when she was there. Mm. And uh, she ran to like a bedroom and grabbed her dad's shotgun and Mm -hmm. everything and and, like hid in the closet and -hmm. and all and called 911. But uh, that's one of those things is just like that I will never forget Mm because that happened to somebody I knew. Mm -hmm. And then Rescue 911 came and made an episode about what happened with her. And everything. So it was, I have lots of random images in my mind from that show. Just really? from random. Yes. Tons of random stories that they covered. I, I have actual images from different stories. See, I really, <laughs> it goes back to uh, the, my, my brain, probably the fact that I've been hitting head too many times through the years. I, I remember that it was there. I uh-huh. remember that it happened. I remember that that girl that I went to school with and right. knew mm-hmm. was on the show. And I remember her story. But I don't hardly remember anything else about that show at mm-hmm. all. <laughs> I just remember that it happened. Mm-hmm. It was it was something that happened. I, I went like for years about. terrified that a mountain lion was going to come through my window and be on my kitchen counter when I walked <laughs> through. Visual. I'm a visual person. I remember the show. I remember episodes. <laughs> that was on an episode? It was. There was a mountain lion that came through the window and okay. was sitting on their kitchen counter when they so, came in. Mm-hmm. Right, maybe our next podcast should be how to keep a mountain lion from breaking into your home. <laughs> Right. Can you find a news story for that, Jada? Well, apparently it happened. Cat, no, so. So, put catnip on the shed. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to look that show up. It's interesting. No, I'm I don't, curious. I, I mean, I'm, you can probably find it. You can almost find anything almost on the internet somewhere, so you can probably find it somewhere. Uh, it was in, it was all true stories of people who called 911. Reenacted. Yeah, reenacted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, obviously they didn't have like... The camera crew was there in their house for that. And it's not just a person sitting down telling their crazy story. You know, so this happened. Yeah, Yeah. it was a cross between somebody sitting down and kind of talking about it and a reenactment. Early 90s, William Shatner was the host of. Really was? Mm -hmm. I didn't remember that either. Well, crap. Okay. Did I show my age well enough? (laughs) Yeah, you're younger than me, so you actually remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Your attempt to bring me down with you was partially you know it partially worked i still showed better it, memory it worked because my attempt to bring you down with me <laughs> we got more details than i could have ever given so 
All right. So, okay. So we are looking last podcast, we were talking about like, why is it important and what the idea, the great overall arching idea of home security is. And that's building those layers of protection around you and kind of like going from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. So let's, and it's not really on the notes and we'll get there, but let's just think about this for a moment outside. What, what makes somebody um, look at a house and goes, that's the house I want to break into. No lights, for one. Yeah. Okay. It's it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. Seclusion. They're they're usually secluded. Yeah. Not a lot of outdoor activity. Right. If there's a Prius in the driveway. <laughs> if there's a sliding glass door. Yeah, something easier to break into. If it looks like. Maybe somebody's been out of town for a few days. You yeah. know, um, if you have mail collected, you know, it's just kind of there. Or you have papers piled up on your porch or in a you know box or whatever. Um, so if it looks like somebody's not been around in a few days, if a uh, house, we kind of said secluded, but, you know, even if it's in a neighborhood, if, if bushes and everything are grown up where it's hard to see somebody gaining access to it, well, you know, that would also be something. Um so, you know, you have all of these kind of things. If you have pro-gun control stickers on the back of your car. Sometimes. Yeah. But also, if you have gun manufacturer stickers on your vehicle, sometimes it also makes you a target. This is why I kind of like this whole gray man theory kind of stuff. Don't do stuff to put. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't tell your business. stickers on my car. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. And and actually, statistically speaking, if you are in a parking lot and somebody is going, I want to break into a vehicle and get a gun, they're going to break into the vehicle with a Glock symbol on there or any other pro-gun kind of thing on there to get a gun, okay? That's just why I don't like those things on there. Now, am I anti-gun? We've had plenty of discussions about guns. I enjoy shooting. Uh, no, I'm definitely not anti-gun. But uh, you don't need to, like put that out there on your vehicle because people are going to know, Hey, if I need a gun, that's the vehicle I'm going to break into. Mm-hmm. There's a higher chance that I'm going to find a gun hidden in that vehicle. Anyway, sorry. Uh, that was a tangent. So what can we do about the outside of our house to kind of make it less desirable for someone to break in? Get a good door and a good wait. We're not there. Mm-hmm. Doors are the next podcast. We're talking about, Someone standing outside of your house and going, is this the house that I'm going to try to break into or not? You need to have plenty of lights. Better lighting. Okay. Really good lighting. uh, Stuff that will pop up. Just general, and then we'll come back and and kind of. Security system signs. Mm -hmm. Security system signs, yep. Even if you don't have a security system. Mm -hmm. Beware of dog. Beware of dog (laughs) signs, even if you don't have a dog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've, I've actually heard of people like have a beware of dog sign on their door. Big chain. And have like a giant dog house, big chain. <laughs> well, like like a really big dog bowl and stuff like that sitting on their pop, their front porch and all. Uh-huh. So you know, people will think this like, holy crap! It's not just a little dog, man. This sucker's a big dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have these- you have an I love my Doberman sticker on the back of my car. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, other things that we've already talked about, you know, canine training unit stickers. We go back to I feel like uh, that might actually. what kind of stickers do you want on your car (laughs) maybe um but we go back to uh we're talking about secluded okay 
in the last podcast, we talked about, you know, I'm, I'm an introvert. Uh, I kind of like being a little bit secluded. That is kind of my goal. Uh, so, but it doesn't, everything around there doesn't need to be grown up where it looks like I'm not taking care of things or I am, uh, or it makes it too easy for other people to not see. So yeah, we're kind of secluded, but we also have a neighbor across the street that can kind of see through the trees. Um, and, and, and I kind of want it that way where it's not like easy. I've had people like ride by my house and go, I never even knew there was a house there. It's like, yeah, been living there for a long time. Uh, 18 years or more. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what does it matter for the podcast? It doesn't matter. Anyway. So, um, you know, keep up the house. Uh, yeah, signs for a security system. We'll actually talk about actual security systems, but today's more just about looking at a house and kind of figuring out um, signs for a security system. We had a rash of break-ins. I'm pretty sure I've probably told the story on the podcast before. We had a rash of break-ins in our area. And when my wife and I pulled in one night, while this was going on, we knew it. You know, my grandparents' house was a house that was broken into. Uh, my neighbor across the street's house was broken into. Uh, we had a neighbor a few houses, several houses down that was broken into. A um, lot of people were getting broken into right now or during that time. And we had, it was pulled in one night and there was a set of tire tracks into our front yard. And then they pulled out. I mean, it was obvious. It was kind of went in and then right back out. And nobody comes down my driveway and all the way, because if you pull into my driveway and want to turn around and don't want to turn around back into the road, you can turn around. We have, I mean, everybody here has seen my house. There is a strip of grass, then there is woods, and then there is my yard. Well, this went down into my yard, and not just on the driveway, into the front yard, and pulls out and went back in. So we had, at that time, a uh, sign that said, there was a security system. There was a sticker on the door that said there was a security system. Uh, I did not have a security system at the time. We do now. So I am, I'm completely thoroughly convinced that basically that sign stopped us from getting uh, broken into during all of that time as well. They, they say, uh, statistics show that like 75% of criminals that are going to break into a house are deterred simply by a sign. That says you have a um, system. So, you know. Uh, Get plants with sharp leaves outside your windows. Yes. That is something else that did not make it on the notes. That is, you know, that is definitely. Cactus. Or hey, cacti. My grandmother used to grow cactuses. Is, 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 is. My, my <laughs> great grandmother has cactuses outside of her house. But I would go with something else. Just because. Mm-hmm. I can't count how many family members have accidentally just like slipped off the walkway and just mm-hmm. ended up with their leg in the cactus. So fun times. Yeah, maybe maybe Making just memories. maybe just the pointy leaves, <laughs> like like the holly bushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holly bushes are really good. All right. So other things would be outside lights, like Kylie said earlier. Um, you really have three options for lights outside. You want the house to be lit up in some form or fashion. And there's a few different ways you can do that. Uh, You can put lights on timers where they come on on certain times, you know? uh, So you you just have like, you know, at 9 p.m. every night, that light comes on. 
you know, and then at 6 a.m. every morning it cuts off or whatever. And come alone with the Christmas lights. True. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you just have outside lights that are set on timers. Um, And then there are other lights that are dusk to dawn lights, and that just kind of has a sensor in it. And once they sense that it's gotten darker, that they will, like, come on automatically, and then they will stay on until night's over. My personal favorite is motion sensing lights. And we have had, I'm pretty sure I've sold this on the podcast as well. Uh, we had somebody come on and it was actually some friends because, you know, um, they come on to, you know, roll our yard, toilet paper, our yard, and they started out toward the road and they started coming down our driveway and my motion sensing lights come on and they thought I woke up and they all ran. So I basically like woke up to like, Two trees had been rolled. <laughs> and I mean, it was pretty obvious. They did the one out there and then they did one closer. And then all of a sudden the lights came on. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is like the easiest. I've had my house rolled a few times uh, through the years when we lived somewhere else too. Uh, but yeah, those, that motion sensing lights, that well, works pretty good. It's funny. I haven't really seen many rolling since the uh, toilet paper shortage of 2020. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Everybody goes, no. <laughs> And they start collecting it from people's yards. And then they look at it and they're like, can't. (laughs) (laughs) Puts it in their toilet paper closet. (laughs) Kelly's over here doing her best Gollum impersonation. I can't speak to Yeah. Having fun with that. All right. Motion sensing lights are my favorite ones. I also wanted to come up with a uh, motion sensor that with like with a spotlight that traces the motion, and <laughs> so it just and you can just set it up in your window. So like someone comes up, it senses the motion, and it just follows them with like a spotlight. Yeah. yeah. How terrifying would that be, be for horrible. a potential intruder? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good idea. I'm not smart enough to come up with something like that. Yeah. I have plenty of ideas, but I don't I don't have the the brains or the technical knowledge to make it actually happen. So I just hope that someone like picks up and makes a fortune or off of something money, I say I mean, sometimes. Think about, or, or that and money, if they're really remember, nice we talked and to then Jeff hand it back. from the atomic bear and you know, he was talking about the amount of money that he had to pour in just to make that yes. freaking pen, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah. How, how much do you need the outside of your Jeff, house? Jeff, if you're up? listening, maybe you could come up with something that works like that. That might be worth it. I that. don't think Jeff is wanting to create another product right Probably now. Probably not. He's, he's That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, but anyway, like how, how well do you need the outside? Well, my front door has a motion sensing light on it. My back door has a motion sensing light on it. And then two other corners of my house have motion sensing lights on them. So if you're not getting anywhere near my house without a light coming on. That's the goal. Now I just want to go run around your house in the dark and leave real fast so that you're wondering why all the lights came on. Oh, no, we have plenty of animals where I live. Mm. So our lights come on quite often. And, you know. In fact, we saw coyotes in our backyard whenever we drove up the well, whenever we pulled in one night. Yeah, I pull into the house, and it was several minutes after Kylie and Julie got home. And, uh. I was like, why are they still sitting in the Jeep? And, yeah, they said, did you get the text? I was like, no, I was driving. It's like, yeah, uh, we pulled up, and there was, like, coyotes in the backyard. There so was at least three just, of them. They just at decided least. to sit in the back in the Jeep till I got home. Either three mm-hmm. or four. So, yeah. yeah, fun times. Anyway, so, yeah, we're kind of used to the lights coming on, yeah. to be honest with you. And I check, but, like, I generally don't do a lot of checking unless I see the lights come on and I hear something. Mm-hmm. 
the but the idea is not even that it's like those are not from to give me early warning. It can. But the main part for that is to make the other person second guess. Mm-hmm. They come and say, oh, crap, okay, and leave. You know? Um, that's kind of the main thing with the motion sensing lights that I think is the most important. Um, do you have um, cameras that are on your house? I do. Do you have that hooked to your phone where you can view them from your phone? I do not. Mm. Now, I have one. It is currently not hooked up, and I'm trying to decide if I'm going to hook it back up and where I'm going to put it. Because the main problem I have with that thing is it did go off constantly for animals. Mm -hmm. I have other cameras. Right. But they are, to be completely honest with you, they're more with the idea that they are there to catch after after the fact. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. Yeah. You know, I got lights and I got other things set up. Mm-hmm. What I'm actually going to be doing soon is something that we do have there, and that's uh, like doorbell cameras. Yeah. I want, I, I've got a doorbell camera. Um, so, well, I guess then technically, yes. Okay. <laughs> he just hasn't hooked it up to the doorbell yet. Shh. Um, <laughs> I got to find the little transformer where that is in my house. Mm-hmm. And everybody that I've talked to says, well, it can't be under the house. It can't be up in the attic. It can't be in the wall somewhere. Mm. I was like, Oh, I hadn't found it yet. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, and, and currently searching for that in the house. So then I can see that at mm-hmm. least there. So we have five cameras around the outside of our house that are not connected to the internet. And basically I can, and I do ran, I, not randomly. I mean, I, fairly systematically check them and kind of so I pull the cards out, check them all, put the cards back in, mm-hmm. let it go. It's just kind of a, a ritual thing that I do to kind of check, make sure I don't see anybody come walking through the property. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you can't have connected cameras. We have, we have connected cameras here, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and there's a few different ways of doing that. If you don't want to have like a, I'm not big on wanting a monitored camera that is either inside my house especially, but we're not talking, we're talking about outside the house. I'm just not really big on monitored cameras when they're monitored by a third party. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm weird. I gotcha. I understand. Mm-hmm. But there's these like, um, there are cameras that are secure video cameras that you can get that you can, can that you can mount. Mm-hmm. I have one. Yeah. It's not hooked up at the present moment because I'm trying to figure out where the best place to hook it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things like there's secure video, but uh, not doorbells. My bad. There are things like secure video cameras that you can get that hook straight to your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I'd use iPhones, so there is Logitech makes good ones for that. Um, and then there's the the video doorbells that you can get. Some of them I'm a fan of, some of them I'm not, and it depends on the security and the privacy going along with that. My brother's in IT, so I think sometime it might be a decent idea to say, hey, bring him on the podcast and talk about some of that stuff. So basically around my house, we have game cameras. They are just laid out around the house. It's really simple. They are very cost effective. I basically just have to change the batteries out. Fre- uh, not frequently, but I have to change the batteries out. And then I check the cards. It's pretty simple. I don't have a tremendous amount of stuff that I have connected to the internet, all serving video all around my property all the time. Just something about that I don't like. But that's me, you know. Um, but yeah, I think game cameras are really good. 
there was actually a guy, the, the people that was caught, that was doing the break-ins around our house, they were caught on somebody's game cameras because they had a game camera aimed at the front door, and that's how they ended up catching the people. Did you guys know that Albert Einstein had a pet? No. No. No, in like he was actually a major animal lover, but he didn't like normal cats and dogs. He was actually a collector of large animals. Really? Really? Really. Never heard that before. In fact, one of our sponsors is named after one of Albert Einstein's pet. What's that? Which one? The atomic bear. Mm. Please forgive me. <laughs> all right, all bad jokes aside. The Atomic Bear does actually have our absolute favorite tactical pin. Yep. To this day. To this day. To this day. <laughs> so they have several really good ones. But anything on their site, they have a lot of little self-defense items, self-defense knives, tactical pins, uh, several other items, tactical flashlight. And they're affordable. And very affordable. They're one of my absolute favorite companies. And you can go to theatomicbear.com, use the coupon code Impact Defense, gets you 20% off of anything that you purchase there. What a great deal. Einstein would be proud. All right. I still, I, I can't get enough of just watching Jada rip those uh, headphones off. And uh, <laughs> admittedly, I chose that one for that reason that time. I so. was trying to cue you that you could probably go ahead and put them back on. <laughs> I don't take any chances. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jada, would you like to summarize for us? All right. So, once again, um, home break ins. Uh, you're more likely to deter them if you have um, outside lights and outside cameras and security lights and just little things in place that make your home look less appealing to potential um, invaders. Just you want your house to look like it would be a difficult job. If you are going to be gone for an extended period of time, maybe a vacation or whatever, call and get your mail stopped until you come back. So you don't want to leave it where your mail or have somebody you trust pick up your mail, one or the other. Okay, if you guys are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and go over to Apple Podcast Reyes and please, please, please write us a review. Yep, and what are you going to do for that? Because we got like three episodes left. Oh, yeah, I had to pay for a $250 gift card. Yeah. Amazon gift card. Yeah. So if you want to win that $250 Amazon gift card from Kylie, you need to go ahead and write that review like she's been begging for, for like, I don't know, episodes upon episodes upon episodes upon episodes. And uh, then screenshot your review. Send it over to me at Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at impactdefense.online. Oh, and last thing, if you would like to support us, we would really appreciate that. Uh Producing for this podcast is not free. Uh, so if you can help us out in any way, down at the very bottom of the video description, or the, not sorry, the podcast description, <laughs> is a support us video. No link. is a link that says support us. It's $4.99 a month, and we would really greatly appreciate your help. Yes, it will go to fund our coffee addiction, and then it would also go to help and cover any production cost of this podcast all right it was if there's nothing else that needs to be said anything else anything else anything else have a great day have a great day